Town Bank Mortgage, NMLS number 512138, is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a 5 o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is... Tyler Crawley. Welcome, everyone, to the... Tuesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am the aforementioned host of this podcast, Tyler Crawley. And I got to tell you, it is quite an interesting morning. So we do have some breaking news that is very, very important to someone like myself uh, or anyone living in the Tar Heel State because CNBC has announced their top state for doing business in, and that would be North Carolina, is number one for the second year running. Do I have an applause button? I don't know if I do. Whoops, that was the uh, theme music. It's not over yet. All right, let's see if I got... Do I have an applause button? Hey, remember? No. Oh, nope, that's not it. Nope. Nope, I don't have one. (laughs) Nope, I got... (laughs) I was trying to see if I had an applause. I do not have an applause button. If I did have one, I would be playing it because North Carolina is now, like I said, number one for the second year in a row, best place to do business in booming economy and just all around a great place to live. It's no doubt I live there. So, I mean, I'm surprised I did not. I was not one of the reasons for this ranking. Tyler Crawley lives in North Carolina. That's some added benefit to being in the state. Now, I just hope that we continue what we're doing, which I believe is you know, creating an environment that creates competition, is competitive, encourages entrepreneurship, encourages business, uh, as well as not over-regulating things, uh, especially when it comes to housing, because when these reports come out, people say, hey, look at North Carolina. We should maybe think about moving to North Carolina and starting a business. And so we got to make sure that we are continuing to build homes because we are going to need them. Uh, they actually said one of the reasons why we took a bit of a hit, uh, even though I think our overall ranking went up, it was because home prices jumped 13% year over year. And so um, that made affordability issues for workers, which, yeah, no duh. Uh, So yeah, we got to make sure that we continue to build to deal with the fact that we are the number one state to do business in. I I will give a golf clap for the state of North Carolina. So that is the breaking news this morning. We also have a report out of CoreLogic. You know what's funny? So yesterday we had the Black Knight uh, Home Price Index, which came out, which we're going to talk about in a second. And it did, in fact... Remember, I was like, why isn't it out yet? Usually it comes out around nine o'clock. And so I could at least looked over some of the bullet points and I'm like, they haven't updated it. They did update it, but they forgot to update the date on the website. And so it, I was just, you know, that's what I was looking for. When, you know, when I'm looking at a report, um, you know, usually you look at when the date is to know if the report has actually changed because if the date hasn't changed, the report hasn't. And it doesn't make any sense to read the whole report to be like, oh, well, maybe the date's wrong. Like, that doesn't happen. It did yesterday. So (laughs) Black Knight had actually updated their report, but the date was last month. So I guess they used the same template. I've done that before 
I do that actually a lot, oddly enough. But I'm not like a big organization, so I make mistakes. I, I would assume that they would not. Uh, so the report did actually change, and we could have talked about it. But we're going to talk about it today. Let's talk about it actually right now. So <laughs> for everyone that's listening to the show, they know that I have been a skeptic of this idea that housing prices have to collapse. There's going to be another, definitely not going to be another 2008. But I wasn't like a complete housing sycophant. I wasn't arguing that there wasn't going to be a price correction. I thought there'd be a 5 to 10% price correction. I just didn't think there was going to be a crash like 20, 25%, like some of these websites have predicted. Now, what was the one, like 50%, you know, with these dumb arguments that were being, I would, that was always stupid to me. But I thought there would be like a 5 to 10% correction, right? It kind of makes sense. Yeah, look, home prices are so high. Mortgage rates have went from two and a quarter to seven and a quarter or six and a quarter. You got to see a decline in home prices. So I thought, yeah, we're going to see a price decline. And I was looking at the data and the ending of last year and a little bit of the beginning of this year, home prices fell month over month. But then things started to reverse. We got a little bit of relief with regards to mortgage rates uh, and people just kind of got used to higher rates and said, these are where rates are. So we are going to buy. And <laughs> this is so crazy. For the fifth straight month, Black Knight is reporting that home prices increased month over month. And in fact, they have now completely <laughs> erased the losses from late last year and early this year. And home prices hit a new high <laughs> in the month of May. <laughs> like, even I didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, how crazy is that? So home prices fall for five straight months, and they have now, or fell for six straight months. I think it was July through December, and then, or excuse me, January. And now we've seen home prices rise the next five. <laughs> it's so crazy. So uh, home prices rose a seasonally adjusted 0.7% month over month in May. That was up from the 0.46% increase that we saw in April and was the fifth straight month of month over month gains. In fact, home prices are now up 0.1% when compared to the same time last year. Last month, they were flat. So this report still has not had home prices fall in negative territory yet on a national level and now puts the index at a new record high. Home prices are now up 8.9% year to date. We can round that up, 9%. 9% year to date. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so crazy. It is so crazy. Uh, what's funny is this is like the exact opposite of 2008. This is the, and I know I've said that before, but in this case, it's even more insane. So in 2008, everyone was convinced that home prices were going to go up, right? They never go down. They've never gone down. They're never not going to keep going up. And then what happened? Everyone, everyone missed it except for like a few people and home prices fell. And here we are, 2022, 2023, everybody was arguing that home prices were going to fall. They had to fall. Some people were much more aggressive with their predictions, you know, saying 30% or 20%. I was thinking anywhere from five to 10. Everybody thought home prices were going to fall. 
this year. And they didn't. <laughs> so what's funny, what's so funny to me about this is you have all these accounts out there, like these Twitter accounts, these YouTube channels, these housing pundits, and they see themselves as like the guys in the big short. Like they all think they're Michael Burry. Like everyone's saying this is going to happen, but I'm standing alone and I'm, you know, they're not. They're actually, they're a little more aggressive than I think a lot of, the institutions were calling it, but there is not good luck finding anybody who at the start of this year thought that we were going to see an increase in home prices. No way. Like no one, everyone thought home. They're like, Oh, the market is way overheated. Mortgage rates are increasing at the fastest pace we've ever seen on record. Home prices are going to fall. There's no way they don't fall. And here we are looking at May, I know it's July, but we're looking at May's data and home prices have now hit a new high. So the, the people, the Michael Burries are the ones who are like, no, no, home prices are going to keep going up. So all the, the, the institutions and the mainstream media were all saying the home prices were going to fall. They had to. And so it's so funny that all these accounts, these like doom and gloomers who think that they're you know, they're the, the outliers in the big short. And really, they're like the Goldman Sachs. <laughs> they're, they're the Wells Fargo. They're the institutions who are all like, yeah, yeah, home prices are going to fall. They agreed with them. They were not the, the outsiders. I mean, they might be, but their predictions were, were in line, if not, like I said, more aggressive. But they were all predicting that home prices were going to fall. And here we are in May, and home prices hit a new high. I mean, just it's, it, it's crazy. Uh, and Why? Inventory, the most basic of economic study, supply and demand. We can look at all the, you know, people want to look at all these other numbers. They want to look at certain areas and they want to look at bellwethers and they want to look at Airbnb versus rental prices and they want to look at home prices and mortgage rates and supply and demand. It is that freaking simple. Supply and demand. Demand fell, yes. Supply fell more, which does what? to prices, keeps them level, if not increases them. That's what no one saw. Everyone thought we were going to see a much bigger increase in inventory. Builders thought it. <laughs> Economists thought it. Everyone thought it. And yet here we are. Now, the report states that while home sales volume has fallen to within 3% of January's low, inventory has seen an even bigger drop. Inventory levels have now decreased in 95% of major markets. That's why home prices are up 9% year to date. Interestingly, the biggest drops have happened on the West Coast, where we've seen the biggest drop in home prices, which has in fact reversed some of the price corrections. In fact, San Jose, the market with the largest price correction in 2022, saw the second biggest price jump in May with prices jumping 1.4% month over month. San Diego, not far behind with a 1.1% increase. Los Angeles up 1%. San Francisco up 0.9%. And Seattle up 09 Those are the markets that were definitely causing the downward pressure on home prices nationwide. The West was taking a beating. And now here we are seeing a month over month increase of 1% which of course annualized is that's double digit increase. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. But here is of course 
the, the bad news, the continued bad news, which is affordability. People living in homes are fine. The people that would like to buy a home, that's a problem. Uh, as prices rise along with rates, affordability concerns once again front and center with the 30-year fixed rising into the upper sixes, which of course we're, probably, we're higher than that now. Uh, at the end of June, it now requires 35.7% of the median household income to be allocated to the monthly payment of a median priced home. That is up from 34.2% in May and in fact makes June the second least affordable month in the past 37 years. This is why people were convinced that home prices were going to fall because of this affordability issue. But that only impacts, that only impacts what happens with buyers, not with people who already own a home. If you're sitting on a 3% mortgage, you don't care that mortgage rates are at 8%. Now you might, if <laughs> you try and move, <laughs> but as of right now, you're fine. Uh, Cleveland remains the most affordable market with a PTI of just 23%, while Los Angeles is the least affordable, requiring 68% of the local median income to afford the average home. Not surprising there, but Cleveland still, you know what? Maybe Cleveland, Ohio will be the next state to be the top place to do business because people can actually afford homes there. Uh, looking forward, Black Knight says if recent trends hold, the annual home price growth rate would remain at or near 0% for a very small handful of months before trending sharply higher. So it's... Interesting. Sorry, I got a phone call there. Trying to make sure it wasn't important. <laughs> so what they're projecting is that we're going to see stagnant home prices remain at, you know, for however long before starting to trend higher. And so we will we will see if that prediction comes to fruition. I think home prices are going to remain stagnant for longer than people think. Uh, however, when rates start to fall, that's when you could see home prices start to move up. But I don't think you're going to see any movement higher until mortgage rates fall. Now, when that happens, we will see. Uh, now, speaking of inventory, uh, because it was Monday, we did get housing inventory from Altos. After more than two months of climbing inventory for the first time in 10 weeks, inventory levels fell. For the second week of July, according to Altos, there are now 467,000 single-family homes on the market around the U.S., down about eh, not even 1%. I mean, it, was, it barely fell, uh, but is the third highest total in 2023. So even with the drop, it's still the most one of the most inventory-filled weeks <laughs> this year. Uh, right now, 32.5% of homes on market have taken a price cut, which is kind of in line with what you would normally see during this time in the market. Now, there are 381,000 single-family homes in the con uh, contract stage with 74,000 new contracts this week, which is the most new sales in any week this year. So, interestingly enough, we did see a pickup uh, from that perspective, maybe people locking in rates. I don't know. Think knowing that prices were going to go up. I'm not entirely sure why that would happen. Uh, the median home price is now $452,490. That is down half a percent from last week, but is still up 11.2% from 
from the start of the year. And home prices are just half a percent lower than the same time last year. So what, what, what is the overall trend here? Inventory levels down, home prices up. Both of those surprises to pretty much everyone in the housing sector. Uh, Mike Simonson, CEO of Alto, says he expects inventory to climb because of what is happening with rates, saying, quote, as of now, the higher rates, I expect to slow demand some of this month. So after the holiday transition complete, completes, expect the market to resume inventory building. If you're a buyer who started looking last month, suddenly your payments are worse and you are more likely to hold off making an offer to wait and see if rates drop again. Fewer offers mean inventory rises. And of course, if you can't afford the payment, then don't do it, right? But if you can afford it and it makes sense, but you would like it, the payment to be just a little bit lower and so you're gonna wait, don't do that. If there's one takeaway from this, don't try and time the market. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like I said, if, if you can afford it and it makes sense, it's not busting your budget, you qualify, get it. Rates will fall at some points, but knowing, you know, quarter point, half a point at this point, it doesn't make sense. You can always refi later, but trying to wait, we don't know what's going to happen. Let this be a lesson. The fact that we are in May, we started this year off, people thought the housing market was going to collapse. Here we are in May, home prices hit a new high. Nobody saw this coming. No one. Even me, even me, I'm like a housing optimist. And I still thought at this point we'd be down 5 10%, not at new highs. So don't try and time the market. That's all I'm saying. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, so we did get CoreLogic. We got that this morning. That's very similar to what we're seeing in Black Knight. Home prices month over month up 0.9%. Year over year, 1.4%. Interestingly enough, they are projecting that home prices next year at this time will be up almost 5%. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? I mean, I think... I would like to see a couple years of 0% growth in housing. I don't think that would be a bad thing. Uh, let incomes kind of catch up to home prices. And we just saw two crazy years. And even this year is kind of crazy. We thought we were going to see a correction and now we're not. So I, I, I wouldn't be against it. Uh, but I think you know, 3 to 5%, I think, is, is not bad. That kind of, well, right now it's keeping pace with inflation. Uh, and, you know, Powell doesn't think we're going to get back to 2% until 2025. So that would be about the rate of inflation, which is similar to other products. So that wouldn't be, that would make sense, but still it's crazy. <laughs> Four and a half percent is what they are claiming we're going to see in May of 2024. But like I said, it's not dissimilar to what we saw in the, in the Black Knight report. So I think I think Black Knight has one more month up on CoreLogic. So I think CoreLogic now would be four months of rising home prices. Black Knight was at five. But they have year over year at 1.4. Black Knight was only at 0.1. So there's some differences. But the trends, this is what I always say with these reports, because these reports aren't looked at as big reports. I mean, I love them. But it's more about trends. And what's the trend? Home prices fell for six months. They've now increased for five months. And are now at record high. 
Oh, that is so crazy. So crazy. Um, but that's it. There's no real big reports coming out. Of course, tomorrow, the big, big CPI. We will be talking about that on tomorrow's podcast because it comes out at 8.30, so we'll be talking about it at 9 o'clock. That's going to be a big one. Uh, and actually, some more, I mean, this is, today's pretty good news for housing. Uh, bonds are even moving in the right direction. They're under 4%. The 10-year treasury, is the yield is under 4%. Uh, it was a little better this morning, but I think it was down like three, almost four points, basis points. Now it's down about two, but under four, I will take it. It's funny the things we get kind of used to. It's like under 4% treasury, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about CPI tomorrow. You guys enjoy your Tuesday. We'll be back here Wednesday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.